The Last Supper with Steph DeSosa. Thanks for dropping by. Come and sus Steph's Life Spice. All her socials at spicysteph.com. I am so excited to have this next guest on The Last Supper podcast. What can I say to introduce this lady except she's a role model for me, Julie Goodwin. She was responsible for me taking my love of cooking and making it into Korea after watching her win the first season of MasterChef. Julie is now an absolutely hilarious morning radio host on the central coast of New South Wales. Is this a five-headed iTunes podcast? If so, leave a review. If not, fuck you. Hi, Julie. Thank you for coming along to the Last Supper podcast. Oh, happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you. Look, self-confessed fangirl, sorry, can't help it, but I, I have watched you since the very beginning on, on your MasterChef journey from the very first episode right up until now. And I think the thing that I love the most is I love watching you laugh on radio. It's hilarious. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. I've got, that's the, funny. You, I've got the most engaging laugh. You guys have got the best chemistry, I think, on morning radio. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so, I feel really fortunate. I saw a radio job coming out of a cooking show, you know. It's bizarre, um, isn't it? really yeah, it's so bizarre. There's so much about this particular ride that's been um, unpredictable, I guess. How did you? Uh, how did yeah, it come I, about? Oh, because they helped me publicise my first couple of cookbooks. Yeah, and I think it was the day after the finale went to air. The guys that were on air on the radio station that I'm on now yeah. rang me and said, "We'll publicise your restaurant when you open it. Whatever you want." Yeah, and. They were so beautiful, and so when I did, five years later, open my cooking school, I'd already been on there a couple of times, and they said, yeah, for sure we'll honour that. They ran ads from my new cooking school, and they got me in as guests, and then when one of the hosts, who was a friend of mine, one of the hosts stepped back a little from the hosting duties, they asked me to do it, and then... They asked me to do it full time, and I'm like, "You crazy? I don't want to get up that early." <laughs> you wouldn't do it unless you loved it. I and you can really tell from listening to it because I'm just off in Newcastle. I'm not far away. We can pick it up. And quite often, when I'm yeah. driving to Sydney, I'll tune in because often that's an early morning trip, as you would know. Oh, um, nice, yeah. I quite often tune in and listen, and I am constantly laughing, which is really lovely. And I always I follow you guys on um, Facebook, and it's hilarious. Quite often, I, I like the the little snippets that you give out and caused me to laugh a lot so thank you grab a wine and dm steph she'd love to hear what your last supper would be and what wine you're drinking so julie do you have a cultural background in your family or are you like 100 percent aussie like me oh look my family came out on the second fleet where <laughs> irish convicts oh, yeah. i am born of of criminal stock yeah <laughs> i hear you yeah yep. i, I <laughs> Look, I tell you, I would love to be Lebanese or Italian oh, or something. You oh, know, one of those you. cultures where food is just the centre of the world. Yeah. But no, I come from, from potatoes. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. No, I'm just, um, yeah, just bog standard criminal Stock. Criminal stock, yeah. It's funny, I, I am too. Yeah, I am too. Did you grow up with the meat and three veg? Kind of. Net three veg? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. My mum was probably a little more adventurous than some mums were. So, you know, she had the Margaret Fulton cookbook and as oh, we all know, Margaret introduced us to, well, to things that we didn't know about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which, which was wonderful. But, yeah, no, we were, you know, we were lamb chops and veggies and yeah. all kinds of stuff. That kind so, of stuff. yeah. 
it's a privilege to be in a country where multiculturalism has brought us so much fantastic oh, food. You know, I'm, yep. I'm, I'm so grateful that, you know, the food that I cook for my family, none of it would be meat and free veg. If I'm going to do meat and free veg, it'll be a lamb chop and three vegetables. It'll be a lamb chop with a tongue, garlic sauce and a flatbread and a citrus yep. salad kind of thing. It's, yeah. it's not... It's you not, know, the, not the way it used to be. Yeah, yeah it's amazing, right. isn't it? We are really just so lucky. It was something that I, I mentioned on MasterChef a few times was I am Australian, therefore I cook everything because yeah. I am and I'm so, I feel so blessed to be in a place where everything is okay. I always feel a bit sad for people that are so entrenched in their own food culture that they won't go outside of that. I know my husband's Indian and I know some of his family are so entrenched into that Indian food that they don't like other cultures. But I think for us, we're, we're just so open to everything, which is really a privilege. Yeah, look, I couldn't agree more. And when you travel, Steph, and I remember that about your family from watching your series of MasterChef, but I, I think when you're travelling, that's when it becomes really clean. Like if you go even to the United States, yeah. Almost every restaurant has a similar menu. Almost every restaurant, even the really high-end really? ones where you pay a lot yeah. of money, is going to have a cheeseburger, <laughs> it's going to have a mac and cheese. I'm not kidding. It, well, it blew my mind, yeah. you know. And then, you, you know, you go to any country really with a strong identity yeah. and their menus at their restaurants are really similar. You yeah, come that's to Australia, true. there's no two the same. No, it's so, so incredibly I think diverse. We're very lucky. Yeah, we yeah. are absolutely. So, where did you get your love of cooking from? Was it from your family, from your mum or your grandma or anyone? Yeah, I think it was. My mum always loved to throw parties. Uh-huh. So, I saw a couple of accounts on Twitter that give me some great memories, like you know, dinner parties of the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, oh yeah, I remember. I that. remember that. I remember the the Jello mold <laughs> with the, the jelly mold with the salmon. You know that kind of <laughs> thing. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and mine having off the little tiny onions. Oh yes. The different coloured onions. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> um, you know, her love was to entertain. So yeah. we would have people around, and I've got photos of table and always had like a, a strawberry shortcake and a cherry dog and a, you yeah, know, yeah. ham with um, cherries and pineapple stuck into it with this and all that sort of yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah, that's but, very cool. But I think that's where it came from. It yeah. wasn't that we travelled or ate international foods at all. It was just that mum loved having people over and I loved it too because the next morning as a little yeah, I love that. There's nothing better than leftover pavlova or cheesecake the next morning. That's just yeah, the bomb, exactly. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. <laughs> Did she make your birthday cake from the Woman's Weekly birthday cake book? Oh, yes. Oh, 100%. <laughs> what was your favourite? Uh, I believe it would have been my 13th birthday. I had it because my birthday's on Halloween. Oh, so, wow. we, so we had a Halloween party for my 13 oh. and I had this cake shaped like a ghost <laughs> and <laughs> there was so much funny stuff going on like dad made a hand out of concrete in a rubber glove and <laughs> it was sitting up in this plate full of spaghetti, you know, red spaghetti, so it was all smile and yeah, it was all awesome. I had eyeball things, oh, it was so funny. That's unreal, so, yeah, no, I love they, that. Yeah, Good old woman's weekly. Yeah, a, a part of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Exactly. That's funny. Did you ever, I, I don't know if this is a Tasmanian thing or not because I grew up in Tasmania. Was, we had this book called The Century Cooking Book and it was oh. it was like the text for high school that that you would get for um, home ec classes. No? Yeah, okay. No, I don't no. remember that. Oh, look, I think my so mother funny. grew up with a common sense cookery book. It's probably But we didn't have one. But yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. All the, <laughs> That's funny. All the main things. Have you thought about what your last supper would be? Oh, I, it depends on what mood I'm in and <laughs> what I want to eat. <laughs> so that's a really tough question. But I would say, if I was honestly told I could only eat one more meal for the rest of my life, yeah. I would go for a really, really nicely done Scotch fillet steak with Fernet sauce and fat fried chips oh, yeah. and salad just so I felt like I was going to be healthy for the last few minutes of my life. <laughs> and is it, that, that's kind of like meat, a fancy meat and veg really, isn't it? So it really does go back it to really your is. Yeah, it's comfort Here for I am, you. back to my childhood. Yeah, it's <laughs> I'm back to the convict. <laughs> It's so funny. I love that. Is, is potato like your favourite vegetable? Oh, I want to say yes because <laughs> it is, but um, I love cauliflower. Oh, do you? I love you? cauliflower and I love corn. I love zucchini at the moment. That's, oh. that's really – we're eating a lot of those things at the moment. So, so it's kind cauliflower of – Cauliflower and zucchini, yeah. Yeah, you're a, you're a mood eater. I'm a bit like that too. I like to – just to eat what I feel yeah. like at that particular time. What about dessert? What would be on your last supper dessert menu? Oh, man. It would have to be. If it was my very last dessert my whole life, it would have to be a creme brulee or some version oh, of that. I think if I had to had to list the top ten that people have said to me, creme brulee mm. is the most common answer. Well, there you go. I love it. Oh, and that's it, really if it's done well, it's divine. And if it's not done well. It's really that has also been a common theme, is it? It seems that people have eaten a lot of really bad cream fillets in their life. Yeah, it can be. It can be quite bad. But I tell you, if it's good, it's the, some of the main food memories I have from around the world oh, it's are a cream really good cream brulee. So yep. if, if it's your last supper, what version of cream brulee do you want to have? So where who do you want to cook it for you or what restaurant? What's the best one you've had? I want the restaurant that my husband and I went to in Paris. Yeah. And so it wasn't deep with a small top. It was a big, shallow dish of it so that every mouthful of custard had a piece of crunchy golden (laughs) sugar on top. I love it. And the custard was so silky. It was divine. Silky and creamy. It was the best I've ever had. Did it have anything with it? Did it have a biscuit with it? Did it have fruit with it or anything? It was just cream. No, because it's... They're French and they just do things the way the mess be done. Yeah. And so there's no fruit, there's no nothing. There's just custard with a burnt sugar top. It was yeah, divine. Well, that sounds amazing. I love that. Mm. Um, have you got anything exciting coming up? Or are you so entrenched oh, in your radio show at the moment? <laughs> no, my cooking school's going really well. We've just become a licensed venue. So there's oh, a whole exciting. lot of new things kind of on, the, on the horizon. We've got our first of the Sunday roast. So every fourth every four Sunday, we're going to have a Sunday roast, which is just me cooking a baked dinner. Oh, and just people coming come along. along. Also, like a restaurant yep. almost. Exactly. Oh, yeah. wow. And we'll have, uh, we've got a Moroccan brunch coming up and high tea and so a bunch of things that aren't cooking classes because I've had so many people say, oh, I want to eat food, but I don't really want to cook it. Oh, <laughs> what a great way to do it. 
So now that you're yeah, licensed, you can you can actually do that. We're licensed. Like you can come along for a Sunday lunch, have a bottle of wine, and, and a really nice. Ah, oh, that sounds amazing. I can actually see myself driving down the road for one of your Sunday lunches very soon. Yeah. In that case, I would definitely. I'd love that. I will definitely be there. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Thanks, Julie. Thank you so much for for dialing in today. I really appreciate you giving me your time. Feeling hungry? Drool over Steph's recipes at spicystep.com.